The Bible is a living book. As we begin to live in the Bible each day, we find that the Bible begins to live in us. Join Scott Pauley as we study simple principles for getting into God's Word and ask the Lord to make His truth alive in you today. We read the Bible, we listen to the Bible, we study the Bible, we even take notes of things we learn from the Bible. But when was the last time you meditated in the Scripture? I mean, really gave yourself heart and soul to just thinking through the passage and giving all of your concentrated effort to what God is trying to say to you. Well, that's what we're beginning to learn here in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15, where the Bible says, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. That's meditation. It's giving yourself to the Scriptures. Why would we think that God would give us such great truth and not expect us to give ourselves to it? Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. But what are we to meditate on? I think there are three things that this passage of Scripture teaches us we should think about when we come to the Bible. Three things that we should consider. And they're all suggested here. First of all, we should meditate on God's truth. He says, take heed to the doctrine. In other words, pay attention to what is actually being said. Sometimes we bring our own thoughts and impose our thoughts on the Word of God. That's a terrible, terrible idea. Because now we become the interpreters. Friends, God is His own interpreter. Someone said the best commentary on the Bible is the Bible. Let the Lord speak plainly. Don't bring your preconceived ideas and prejudices to the Bible. Just consider, Lord, what are you saying? Look at the plain sense of Scripture. I remember someone years ago taught me in interpreting Scripture that when the plain sense makes sense, seek no other sense. Some people read into the Scriptures all kinds of notions and ideas. That's very dangerous. That's where much error comes and much disobedience grows out of that. So what should we meditate on? First, we should meditate on God's truth itself. Then, not only should we meditate on God's truth, but we should meditate on our need. Now, let's connect God's truth to our life. Now, listen to the words again in verse 16. He says, Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. So now, the doctrine is connecting to the way I live my life Every day. This is where it begins. Second Timothy chapter 2, the very next letter, verse number 6, the Apostle Paul writes to Timothy and says this. He says, The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. So we don't meditate on the Word of God to get something for somebody else. No, first, I need something for my own soul. You know, when I got up this morning, the first thing I needed today was not something to share with you for this Bible study. The first thing I needed was to have my own soul ministered to. Would you allow me to take just a, a brief detour? We'll come right back on the path in just a moment. It's on the same theme, just in a different part of the Bible. In Isaiah chapter 55, we read these words. Beginning in verse 8, he says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. 
And then he goes on. We love to quote those verses, but where are God's thoughts found? God's thoughts are found in God's words. Would you like to know what God's thinking about today? Open the Word. Words are expression of thought. Listen to verse 10 of Isaiah 55. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. God gave His Word, His refreshing Word, His life-giving Word to produce fruit in our life. Well, how does that happen? He gives two statements. Did you catch them in Isaiah 55 and verse 10? He said, The Word is seed to the sower, but it's also bread to the eater. You see, we're not just to sow the seed in the lives of other people. We're to feed on it ourselves. Uh, the husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. So I must feed my own soul in the Word of God. I must allow the Word to affect my life if I'm going to pass it on and share it with anyone else. Allow the Lord to speak to you today as you meditate in the Word of God. So number one, I should meditate on God Himself, God's truth, what God is saying. Number two, I should meditate on how that truth connects to my life, to my spiritual need right where I am. And then number three, don't miss this, I should meditate on how others need this truth. On the hearers. And listen to the verse again. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. And then he goes on to repeat it. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. This is a wonderful thought. When you study the Bible, when you meditate, when God speaks to you, it's not just for you. As a matter of fact, I've learned that many days in my own personal devotions in the, in the morning, God will give me something, I don't know it at that moment, but God will give me something that someone else is going to need during the day. Do you believe that God wants you to be a depository or a tributary? God doesn't give you truth to keep it. God gives you truth to share it. Your meditation becomes your message. All these books that surround me here in my study, what are they? Oh, they are meditations that became some man's message to me. Well, I want you to know that your meditation in the Word of God, as God speaks to you, He's giving you something to pass along to share with others. We should become channels of blessing. The Word should flow uninhibited, unhindered through our lives, freely into the lives of other people. And I want to tell you, if you'll begin sharing your meditations with others, it will help you and them. As a matter of fact, I would go so far as to say this to you, God will even give you more. God will give you more fresh bread if you're in the midst of feeding someone else. You see, I believe Bible meditation is connected to sermon preparation. I believe Bible meditation is connected to family devotions. I believe Bible meditation is connected to teaching your Sunday school class. I believe Bible meditation is connected to your own personal witness to that lost co-worker today. And here's why. Because you're not just preparing some sermon or lecture to give. No, you're allowing God to prepare your own heart. And you're speaking to others, not out of a head full of facts or a page full of notes, but out of, heart, out of a heart full of worship, 
a heart in awe of God, a heart that has been with the Lord and God has spoken to you. You remember the most distinctive mark of Jesus speaking? The Bible says they were shocked because He spoke as one that had authority. Do you know where authority comes from? It grows out of personal experience. It grows out of what you've seen, what you've heard, what you've felt, what you've known and lived. I think so many times our message is not getting out because it's not alive in us first. It's not been real to us. Now, don't stand on someone else's authority today. Stand on the authority of your own personal experience with God in His Word. Share with others what God is revealing to you about Himself through the Scriptures. And as you do that, you'll find that the Word of God continues to open to you and to so many others as well. Give attention today to your meditation and making that your message to someone else. God bless you for joining us today. Our prayer is that these simple thoughts will encourage you to further study the Bible for yourself. God has so much to say to you. Visit us online at scottpauley.org for additional studies and other helpful resources. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey.